0: Welcome back to Top of the Hill. Uh, We know it's been a while, but we're back and we're back in action. And uh, we got a pretty good show we put together here for y'all. We're going to talk some Lakers Warriors. That game's going on as we're recording. So be on the lookout for some chants or some takes from that game in the middle of it happening. Um, We're going to talk some other NBA playoffs, some NFL, just kind of what's going on in the sports world and kind of what's going on in our worlds because I mean if you guys are listening you know it's been a while since we put out a new episode and we're we're going to try to get it rolling again here in a different different capacity but that's that's really all I have for right now and with that being said I know you guys haven't heard this music in a while so here it is Alrighty, righty, so welcome in to Top of the Hill. Today is Thursday, May 10th, um, and I, I I guess we should start. Tyler, how have you been? I mean, I know we did an episode last week with the NBA draft – or I'm sorry, the NFL draft and the, the Dirty Turtles, but we didn't really get into it. So since we'll, – we'll go with a year and a half. We'll say it's been a year and a half since we really did our last consistent recording. So what's kind of been going on in your life since then?
1: Uh, Just – hooping every now and then working full-time and school I'm on the 10-year plan so
0: yeah yeah so um on my end I I finished school in the fall fall 22 um finally and let me just tell you Tyler once you do get it done it is like a weight off your shoulders just to know that I don't have to submit any more term papers I don't have to take any more tests and they you have a college degree. Like I hung mine up on my wall um, in my apartment and it's just every time, every now and then I look at it, I'm just like, I did that. Like I did that stuff right there. So um, more so about me, I I finished school in the fall and I got a job in, I got the job in March. I started in April. So this may 11th as we're recording. So it's been about a month. I moved four hours from Pasadena, Maryland to a town called Tawanda, Pennsylvania. Um, the, The sticks, As as one might say, Um, I'm covering high school sports and it's been good so far. Uh, I was just telling, I forget who I was talking to last night, but um, I covered a bunch of sports while I was at Maryland. I did basketball, I did football, I did women's basketball, women's men's lacrosse, all that stuff. Since I've been up here, I've written about sports that I've never covered. I've written about baseball. I've written about softball. I might've done some softball when I was at Maryland, but not a lot. And then I've done a bunch of track. And then just the other night I did golf. For the first time like i had to write a roundup about golf, so a little bit out of left field but every career starts somewhere and, and this felt like the right place to start for me um but uh there were some caveats to why it felt like the right place and i i feel like i have to tell that story on this podcast right now um so part of the reason i took this job was because they had uh, control of an apartment that they were offering to rent me at a reduced rate, if that would help make the move easier and all that. So I, I took it because it was the best offer of the things I was looking at. Well, Sunday night, I was off on, off half a Saturday and off all a Sunday. So I have to, I don't have a laundry machine. Right. And I had to go do all my laundry at the laundromat. And so I, then I went and picked up some dinner and I am I get back and I'm going to unlock my door. I got my clean clothes. I got my bag of food. And I, I hear this thumping coming from my apartment, like from outside the door. And I'm thinking to myself, like, I didn't leave a fan on. I didn't leave the TV on. Nothing should be making that noise. I have an ice maker that, like, turns over every now and then, but it doesn't. But it wasn't that. So um, I open the door, and I can see into my living room from where my front door is. And there is just water pouring out of my ceiling. Oh, there was a leak in the roof. I guess I should. So they they told me when I took this apartment, they're like, look, it's not – like a five-star place, right? And I, I knew that coming in, and I've had two little leaks since I moved in. But I I water was pouring and I have a pot here that the old people left. And um it was like six inches to the left of where the water was falling down. So I had water all over the floor of my living room. Luckily, nothing really got damaged besides that, and that dried out. So I mean, for the most part, it's okay. But so that was I thought I was gonna have a nice relaxing Sunday evening. Um, I ended up emptying over thirty gallons of water out of my apartment in the last two days, from Sunday to Mondays. Uh, I so I had the pot at first, and then I had to go get a five-gallon bucket uh, while the <laughs> Lakers. I meanwhile come back within two with a minute to play in the first quarter. Love that. Um, I got a five-gallon bucket that filled up in like twenty-five minutes. So I drove to the Dollar General near me and. Closed at eight 30 that night for whatever, of course. Right. And um, so I drove to the next closest dollar general. I looked it up on Google and I bought the biggest trash can I could find. Actually, I think I have it. Um, I bought the biggest trash can that I could find and I just let it sit there. And it just, I emptied this thing out twice. I mean, you can't see it right now because we're just audio recording, but it's probably, it's probably at least 10 gallons. Like it's twice the size of the bucket at least. And I had to get up in the middle of the night twice just to empty it out so it's been it's been a wild week for me so far hey but the place Uh, yeah the place the place is good so far i don't have any complaints my family came and helped me move in i mean there's no central air conditioning so it was hot for a couple days but luckily i have some screens i put in the window i have like a portable ac unit um i'm trying to think but uh yeah so the, the water was water was a little crazy a little crazy but that's enough about me for right now so Let's let's turn to uh doing what we do best. Let's talk some sports. We'll start with the NBA playoffs and we'll start with specifically the Lakers Warriors. And I think Tyler uh you should you should key us all in on the great uh TikTok predictor that we've been talking about since the series started.
1: Yeah, so there's this I I don't know what their name is, but there's this um guy who has a TikTok account with his dog, and his dog always predicts the the series scores of M- the NBA playoff series and for the Lakers Warriors series, the dog predicted that the Lakers would go up three to one, which they have through through four games of the series and then uh, Warriors would come back and win in seven. So,
0: okay, so let me let me and I, I think. I think the distinction between you and I has always been, I'm a Lakers fan. You're a LeBron fan, at least since LeBron's been there. Right. And we've all kind of, everybody's yeah. been watching the Lakers in the last couple of years. Um, when, when do you start to sweat that the dog might have it right? If the Lakers lose them, if the Lakers are to lose this game, game five tonight, are you sweating yet? Or would it take them the Warriors to also win game six for you to be like, this dog might be onto something.
1: No, I, I think, honestly, personally, I think that the Warriors will win tonight. I think it's going to be 3-2. If the Warriors win game six, that is when I start to sweat. Because, I mean, if it goes to game seven, I mean, all all momentum is on the Warriors' side. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely it is. Tell me, how fitting would it be for Steph and the Warriors to come back 3-1 to one when LeBron came back?
0: <laughs> What what was that? Twenty 20- sixteen. Yeah, twenty sixteen. Uh, it would be, it would be like you couldn't write a better story. I was I was talking to another one of our. I was talking to Will earlier on the phone. I called. I forget what I called him about, but. Um, I got this, I went to LA for when LeBron broke the record. It was like my graduation present. Shout out, shout out, pop shout out Rob Hill on that one. We went to two Lakers games and then the Warriors played the Lakers at home. So we went to the Warriors arena and I got this t-shirt again. You can't see it. Maybe I'll tweet a picture or something of it, but it's pretty sick. It's like, it's Draymond, Steph and Clay. And it says like triple thread on it. So I just think that'll be a cool t-shirt forever. Um, even like 10 years down the, hopefully I can still fit into it 10 years down the road, but like, um, yeah. So, but this series so far, uh, Lakers take game one, Warriors come back and they blow them out in game two. Lakers get a game. Yeah. They, they win game three and then they win game four when the Warriors had a chance at the very end and Curry ends up throwing the ball over his head out of bounds. It was just the, the Lonnie Walker game, man. Lonnie Walker was on this team at the start of the year when it was all, when they were so dysfunctional. He was playing heavy minutes too. And then, they make all the trades. They get D'Angelo Russell. They get Jerry Vanderbilt, Rui Hachimura. They get Monique Beasley. And and um, Lonnie's role kind of went away, but he's been good for them so far down the stretch here um, in this in this playoff series. And I texted uh, Kevin, our, our graphic designer and our University of Miami friend. Uh, I wanted to thank him for Lonnie Walker. And he said he fist bumped that guy one time. So I guess you can thank Lonnie Walker's fourth quarter for Kevin Johnson's fist
1: bump. Um, what what's up? No, I was just gonna agree yeah. with you.
0: Yeah. Um, so
1: Important to note that, like, that, um, I think they were saying in game three when Lonnie Walker was like starting to pop off, that the reason um, uh, Ham was giving him minutes in game three is because he showed some promise at the end of game two when they were getting blown blown out. And he put Lonnie Walker in at the end of the game. So he liked the – uh, you know, the – the whatever he was showing at the end of game two in that blowout is what what led him to, to play him more in games three and four.
0: Yeah, yeah man. And I definitely – I definitely think Darvin Ham deserves some credit since they revamped this roster for him. I think he's done a good job. I mean, obviously, he has LeBron James. He has Anthony Davis, two of the best players. LeBron maybe – not maybe LeBron, one of the best players of all time. Right. And then Anthony Davis went healthy and when playing at his best, maybe a top five player in this league right now. So I, I don't think many people would fight me on that argument. I, I want to kind of turn and I want to talk about some of the other series and I won't pretend that I've been dialed into every one of these series. I've been working a lot of uh, three to 11 shifts because high school games don't happen until the afternoon when the kids get out of school. So I will go to the game at four thirty, and then I'll go back to the office and I'll Write up all my stories for the day and then I'll come home. And most of the time, the Lakers have been on at 10 every other night. So I've been able to watch them. I've watched a couple minutes of the uh, Nuggets and the Sun series. I actually caught the very end of game four the other night when Jokic went for 50 and the Nuggets still lost. Like that, just a very good, very good series for offense, I would say. Um, And Uh, I don't know. I think whoever gets out of that is going to be a formidable foe for either the Lakers or the Warriors to get to the NBA finals. um, The series I've been more tuned into than than that one would be the Sixers and the Celtics. Um, It helps that I'm in PA close to Philly, at least close enough that my uh, my editor up here is he watches the Sixers like he was at the office the other night watching the Sixers. And it's so funny to get into the psyche of an NBA fan, an NBA follower. The Sixers were up 19 with, like, nine minutes to play, and he was so worried. And I just – I've been there as a fan. So, I, I get where he was coming from. But the Sixers at the time of this recording are up 3-2. to two. Uh, Do you think that – you think they have a chance to finish the series off? I, I'm assuming they're playing tonight if you're listening to this today on Thursday. So, do you think that they can kind of finish things off? And and what would be the key to that victory from from your eyes, from what you've seen, Tyler?
1: Yeah, I mean, I do. I, I think, well, for one, Jason Tatum hasn't been playing very well this series. I think he only had, like, one good scoring game, at least, to say. He hasn't been shooting that efficient. Um, I think the key for them to win the series – I mean, Embiid's going to ball no matter what. He was MVP this year, they just announced recently. But I think James Harden has to continue playing good because in the couple games that he's shot well this series, they've won every single game, I'm pretty sure. And then the two – they're up three two, yeah. So the two games that they lost, he didn't shoot good at all.
0: No, so for
1: I think sure. Be the key.
0: And then I um, so I saw something after game four, and it said uh, about just about the Harden shooting is the Sixers were two Harden game winning threes away from being swept four zero. Like, so he mm-hmm. he has been the difference for them. He's been, I guess, if you want to call it the X factor, like he's been the X factor. But I, I think these NBA playoffs from the first from the play in onto the first round and even into the second round have been super entertaining, and it's – dude, it is so nice to have the Lakers just be in the playoffs and actually be a formidable team after – and I'm sure you can attest to it too. Like, all I've heard for three years now is bubble ring, asterisk ring. Like, it just doesn't count. It was in the bubble. And I know it's just what people say because it was LeBron and the Lakers that won the ring, but it's just like if they win this ring, at least there will be new excuses, right? At least it won't just be bubble ring anymore. Well, and not to mention all the final four teams that were in the bubble that year,
1: all four teams have series leads right now. So well, I mean,
0: yeah. Well, I guess not the Celtics anymore, because wasn't the Celtics uh
1: the...
0: No. Uh, wait. Yeah, they they were all up two one. So there's yeah. been more games played. Yeah. All the all four bubble teams definitely took a two one lead. They were. Uh, uh,
1: and not many of those teams have changed. I mean. You know, change with the players,
0: but. Uh, the Lakers, I saw something. Uh, the only two players that were on that team that are on this team were LeBron and AD. But Those are all like,
1: the most important players, so.
0: Yeah, like your two best players. So, yeah. um, I want to turn. I, I said we were going to do something about the NFL draft um, after it went final. We didn't do that, obviously. Um, I don't really have any other major takeaways from the NFL draft and what we talked about kind of on night one. Is there anything that, that we didn't touch on that, that you wanted to, to mention here? I know I'm kind of springing this on you, but.
1: um, Not necessarily. I mean, it's always hard because, I mean, like, for example, we gave the Lions a lot of, like, you know, like crap about how they had a poor draft. But at the end of the day, we may look back on, on the draft a year from now and say they had a really good draft because all of their players contributed right away and helped them to the playoffs. It's always hard to like judge these drafts because like, for example, my commanders, they took Emmanuel Forbes cornerback before Christian Gonzalez, who was like, for the most part, in most people's eyes, like a consensus top 10 pick. And he went a pick after them to the Patriots, the number 17, but like, Forbes is also a better scheme fit for them. So he may actually end up being the best player for them. So it's always hard to tell with these drafts. I mean, teams are always drafting to what they think
0: is best for them. So, I mean, I don't really have much more than that, but. Okay. Um, Yeah, no, it was just I needed a segue. And so now I have it to talk about NFL. And I want to talk about the NFL, but not the NFL. I want to talk about Madden because I got Madden 23 probably – probably three weeks or a month ago now. Like it was. I was waiting for it to go on like a big sale. Um, and with the draft like coming out, like it's fun to put those rookies on their teams and stuff and then kind of play it out. So I just I want to go on record and say I'm not a competitive Madden player. I don't play online that much. I really just start franchises and play like online against the CPU and try to win Super Bowls. The new Madden is so trash. It is terrible. I hate it. Like I used to play offense, defense, and but like that a couple years back just wasn't fun anymore because you'd win every game like 26 to 7 or something like that, right, 28 to 7. So I've just been playing offense, and don't get me wrong, I somehow pulled a run out of nowhere and won a Super Bowl in my first season. I, it's a Ravens. I always do a Ravens franchise because, like, it's the most fun. But so since that, since that season, since the Super Bowl season, First of all, I re-signed Lamar with the ultra player-friendly deal that it would let you offer because I was like, I'm not going to try to get a new quarterback. I'm going to have Lamar Jackson. I overpaid for Odell Beckham because that's what the Ravens did in real life. So I entered the next season with minus $18 million in space. So I couldn't even like trade for players. I couldn't sign anybody. So the team was trashed already. But I was like, the defense, I play on all pro, right? Like I don't play on pro anymore. I haven't done that for a couple of years because I feel like all pro is like, the base level that that if you want to be semi-competitive you should play at right um I I was throwing like four interceptions a game four interceptions my running back would get a fumble Lamar would get a fumble oh I have Bijan Robinson by the way I drafted him in the first round of that draft so that's the team we won the Super Bowl with but he gets like a fumble a game I haven't played in a couple days because I got so mad I turned it off the other day but uh so I just, it was so turnover. I had uh, Malik Cunningham. I drafted him in the seventh round of that same draft and I started him in a game just to see if it was like, if it was me or if it was like Lamar in the game. And granted, I didn't throw it as much with Malik Cunningham because I just was trying to not turn the ball over, but I just, he he had a better game than Lamar had had. He had no interceptions. He had three touchdown passes. I, so and I played around like with the new passing, which I'm not very good at yet. I, I guess I need to put more reps in. But I even with the traditional passing, it is just so trash. Now, I say that to say this, Tyler, you've had it longer and you've been playing it longer. Do you think it's significantly worse or better than in previous years? Oh, yeah, it
1: definitely gets worse. I mean. I don't know what else to say other than that. I feel like every year they always make improvements, but those improvements are always terrible. I mean, like, you have, like, a linebacker that jumps, like, 10 feet in the air to intercept the ball, so I don't
0: know. Oh, That makes me so mad. I had, like, a clear pass over Minka Fitzpatrick one day to Mark Andrews. Like, it was – Andrews was 15 yards behind him, and I just, like – I was, like, on the run, and I threw it. He jumped – so high in the air he jumped so high up in the air and he just snagged the ball and he ran it back to like the six yard line. I think that's when I quit the game I just said I'm not doing this anymore and I don't care if it comes off like I sound like I suck at video games or that like I am just a loser like to me I'm a very casual Madden player I casually play 2k those are the two games I really play sometimes like I've played like MLB the show in the last year but when I get on a game I don't need to win every single time but i like to at least be doing things well like because to, to me it's like if I'm going to spend an hour playing this video game I would like to at least win the game I'm playing right so it's 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 so so frustrating to me so a waste of $20 I guess I should say but I'm glad I didn't pay the 70 for it um, what when you play it are you playing franchise are you playing online what are you kind of doing oh yeah playing,
1: right? I'm on franchise I, I think I told you recently I'm in like the year 2037, right now, and one of my friends <laughs> I don't know a single player, like they're all anime, um, uh, like auto generated players now. But the absolute worst when you're playing the new Madden is going against like an X Factor DN. Like, if oh my you're was scared with his X Factor, he's getting like four straight sacks on you. It's so oh annoying. God.
0: And I, that's the other thing is I don't know if my offensive line is just not that good. Like I've cycled through and I drafted a bunch of rookies, like with high picks to try to rebuild the offensive line. I traded away Ronnie Stanley. Cause like, <laughs> why am I paying you $18 million? Because I feel like defenders, it does not matter whether they're an X factor, whether they're a high overall, I they're in the backfield in like half a second. Like I just had no time to do anything. And i like, I I get it. I guess they were trying to go for like, Ooh, very nice Euro step by LeBron James right there. Um, but uh like it's supposed to be fun right it's a video game and it's just not fun um but that that was my rant I kind of had to get off my chest what else did I say I wanted to talk about here tonight um oh I guess we can we can turn now and kind of just talk about we might get out of here earlier than we said we were gonna um but turn and just kind of what what this is going to look like what this is going to be like moving forward um Back when we started it, we said we kind of wanted to try to do two shows a week. Uh, I don't think at this point in time that's realistic for us. Uh, We're on Zoom right now. You can probably tell by the audio. It's probably a little bit wonkier than what you're used to. But um, I think we are going to try to do uh, at least one show a week, right? Um, Not always the same day. Like, we're recording tonight on a Wednesday, and this will probably come out Thursday morning, mid-afternoon, whenever I get finished editing it. But one show a week a little bit more laid back um i i'm not a professional analyst neither are you um so and i i kind of just want to have some more fun with it i i started i have an extra bedroom up here that i'm kind of turning into like a podcasting room i guess you would call it Uh, i have like a green screen i got for my birthday one year from my grandparents so i want to i want to eventually branch out and do some video put some stuff on youtube do stuff like that and do some more written content too i'm just I'm still getting adjusted to my new job. So, and I don't want to take time away from that to do this kind of just because I feel like that would be cheating them, if that makes sense. So, but, uh, and then, so that's moving forward, I guess, like we're going to try to do a show a week, um, probably between 35, 40 minutes. That kind of feels like the sweet spot and that doesn't take me all night to edit after the fact. And then, I don't know, I'm trying to figure out what I want to do writing wise still. Uh, I would like to write more than I do, but I always say that and then I never do. So maybe, maybe I'll make a vow. Maybe I'll try to write at least one story, one to two stories a week, just about something that's interesting, something that happened. This will probably start after the Lakers playoff run ends because I've been very tuned in. Um, I want to. I want to uh, leave it off with now that I said all that to you, Tyler. Um, since we last recorded, or not since we last recorded, because we recorded last week, but since we were doing this consistently. Um, as our timer comes up and we have 10 minutes remaining. We talked about this. Um, But gambling, sports betting is legal now in Maryland. Um, I have done some of it and you have done some of it as well. How, let's go, let's just use your last week. Have you done any betting in the last week and have you been hot have you been cold?
1: Yeah, I've actually been hot this past week, just betting on uh, NBA basketball and then a couple MLB games as well. Okay. tell you what uh, the, uh, the first five innings uh bets are a lot better than like the money line bets really Like what is that
0: just a team to be winning through five innings yeah five innings yep okay so i i have hardly touched mlb i've been i so when i bet and I, again i don't do it a lot i just i put like 25 bucks in both accounts when i was working at the restaurant um back in pasadena and i haven't all my life, all my mama, I have not had to put another dime into those accounts. I just, i won enough to keep playing. So I'm in a good spot with both of them. It's fun. It's like, it feels like it's not real money, but it very much is real money. So I try not to lose it. But I've been with the Lakers for pretty much every game since I got back from LA because it wasn't, I couldn't use the sports book out there. And that might be the to me that's the most fun way to bet. You just bet with your team, but it's it stinks when they don't have good odds. But what are you going to do? So, when they don't have good odds, when it would be like Lakers, like minus 250, so like you're just not making a lot of money off that, I would have to pick a stat I thought was going to happen. Um, LeBron James over 2.5 threes was in there a lot, Austin Reeves over one and a half threes was in there a lot. But I think it's fun, and I think um, it's just something that's like an interesting new wave of the game that's that's. Becoming new for a lot of people because sports books are starting to pop up all over the U S so it's fun. It's something fun to do. Um, I, I don't really think I have anything else. For this. Is there anything that, that we didn't talk about that you wanted to, to mention? So
1: uh, I don't think so. I do want to put out there that I have, I might've told you about this. I have a futures bet on the Lakers winning the championship. This, oh, was, ba- this was back when they were like, the twelfth seed in the conference. What put, date,
0: can you see what date you put it? Uh, I think I can see the date I put mine on. Hold yeah. on, I'll tell you. I put like a hundred bucks on it to win. Okay, three. I didn't. I I'm a five dollar better. I <laughs> see you play. We play in different betting leagues. Like, you just play with bigger stakes. I put five dollars on them on, uh, December second, twenty twenty two, five dollars to win seven hundred and fifty dollars. Ooh, so that's more than I have in my entire account right now. So right. that would be a good day. And then when the playoffs started, I put another $5 on them to win the conference. That only pays out 45, but like, those are big sums of money. And then, oh my God, the worst part about betting a future is when the team that you bet the future for loses, but it doesn't clear out of you out of your like cash yeah. A until that event happens. So I have NBA championship, 2023, $10 on the Bucks. And I put $10 on the Suns. They just – because I was like – my Lakers dream. At the time, it felt great. Like, it didn't feel great because they were the seven seed. Like, they were playing the Grizzlies. But – so I just put some money on some teams that I thought might have a shot to do it. And the Bucks went out so sad. Yeah, like, and I know. I just have to look at that. But uh, Suns is still out there, so at least I recoup some money. Um, yeah. That being said, I'll close it with this. Uh, we do our hot takes on this show. Do you have a hot take for me tonight? I know I'm springing in on you. Let's do do a hot take about – you do one on the NFL, and I'll do one on the NBA. Sound like a plan? All right, yeah. Okay, so I guess I'll go first. I'm going to say, and this is going to be my hot take, is that um, the Warriors will lose this series to the Lakers. That's not the hot take. That's just my prediction um, as they lead it 54-52, with a little under five minutes to go until halftime. But – that um, both Draymond Green and Klay Thompson will not be on this Warriors roster next year Ooh. at the start of next season. That's my take. That bonus. They'll break, they'll break up. What'd you say? I said bonus. Where do you think they go? Oh, bonus. Okay. Um, Clay goes to – I could see him going to like a trash team that has a lot of money. Unless they get traded, right? Like if they just get released or they get let out of their contracts – I think Draymond might go somewhere. I don't know. I don't know. I I feel like Draymond stays in the in the Western Conference. Um, what would you say? I think we'll go to the Lakers. He loves that, LeBron. Bro, that would be crazy. He loves. I, I would have to buy a jersey. Do You think they'd let him wear twenty three?
1: Uh yeah, I guess so. If LeBron's sticking with six,
0: I think AD is supposed to switch to twenty three after the season. But that would I, be epic. But. And then I think Clay could go to like a t- like a trash team with like a lot of money, like maybe like a, a Pistons, uh, an, an Orlando Magic. That that's my. I feel like he's got a big bag to chase left in his career, so that's that's what I'll predict. This is a little
1: off top, or well, it's it's on topic, but I've said for like well, what you remember like a couple of years ago when Clay was like thinking about leaving the Warriors, or at least there was talks about him leaving the Warriors. I've said like for years that Clay would be the perfect NBA player to match up with LeBron. Like that catch, like the way he just catch like he's just a catch and uh shoot player, you know. Mm-hmm. Anyways, on to my hot take. I think I'm I'm gonna say that the Jets this might not be the hottest take, but I think that the Jets will win the Super Bowl this year. Because if you look at what Tom Brady did. He went to a very young team in Tampa Bay that all that they needed was a quarterback, right? He went there the first year they won the Super Bowl. Aaron Rodgers, you know, around the same age, old player going to a very young team who's ready to win a championship, but they just were missing a quarterback. I'd say they won the Super Bowl.
0: Okay, man, we're coming out firing with these takes. I just, the only thing I'll say on that is that would be an interesting story if that happened. But the Jets do not have Super Bowl uniforms right now. Their oh. uniforms are terrible. Yeah. Worse than the NFL. Um, all that said, uh, I think that about does it for this Get Right Show. Uh, I had a pleasure getting back on here and just kind of chopping it up, talking about whatever comes to mind. Uh, Tyler, thanks for jumping on with me, of course. Um, so, yeah, that'll about do it for us tonight. Um And I know you're getting ready to hear this outro music that you probably haven't heard in a long time. So here's that. Um, But yeah, thanks for joining us on top of the hill and we'll see you soon.